This is a podcast from the Queen City Podcast Network. Welcome to Nerd School. Scissor me, daddy ass. Nerd, nerd, nerd. Yeah. Suck it, nerd. Scissor me, daddy ass. Nerd, nerd, nerd. Uh. Suck it, nerd. Scissor me, daddy ass. Scissor me, daddy ass. Welcome to Nerd School. You hit record as my my thing went crazy. Art starts in a bad mood. I might have to, when my wife gets home with groceries, uh, take a pause to go help unload the car. No. Yes, you let him be a good husband, Joe. You let him be a good husband. Just because you're a shitty one yeah <laughs> yeah that's true just because you're out here lusting after art star instead of your wife doesn't give you the right to ruin it have you marriage. seen art star topless i have not <laughs> and it's not on my christmas wish list <laughs> i, I let either. you guys have your love affair i haven't either but i have an idea of what it might be like you see it in your fantasies yes of course i like that the very <laughs> beginning the top of this episode is about me being tastefully nude. <laughs> if Joe's gonna have a chance to bring it up, he's gonna bring it up wherever he can. So right. You know, we started with Andy being a good husband and Joe went straight to your nudity. <laughs> uh there was a little bit in between you accusing me of uh spending more time thinking about Art Star than my wife. And then you proved it by talking about our nude. Art Star is the greatest of all time. Ladies who are listening, if you want one night with Art Star. Are you auctioning him off? Yeah, we're gonna have a contest. One uh, in indecent proposal style. <laughs> Did you know you were getting auctioned off today when you logged on? Not at all. All you have to no. do is review on Apple Podcasts, review Nerd School, give us five stars, and there you, you are. You can have one night with Art Star. Uh, one night only. <laughs> <laughs> one night to win his love forever. That night will include waffles, if you're lucky. Maple syrup. Syrup. You like maple syrup, Art Star? <laughs> no, I'm in. I'm in the Gabby Nectar type person. Oh, you're not. So you're not a Mrs. Butterworth type of guy. No, I've never been a Mrs. Butterworth type of guy. You're not a Mr. Butterworth. You're not a. You never want to be a Mr. Butterworth. I feel like wow. this conversation can go wrong really quickly. Yeah, it's it's uh, all in your dripping syrup. Nope. Let's catch up on where we are, guys. Jeez Louise. Yes. Oh, Art Star's uh, new intro. Those of you who've listened to the new intro of this episode, you heard Art Star say, scissor me, daddy ass. <laughs> that is a professional wrestling reference. Yes. It's not just a random weird thing, which I wouldn't have known that had you guys. It's not. still a weird thing, even if it is a wrestling reference. It is yes, weird. It's pretty silly. And speaking of wrestling reference, in one of the old Spider-Man movies, he wrestles Randy Macho Man Savage as Bonesaw McGraw. Yes, and uh, that's because he tried to be a professional wrestler in the comic books when he first got his powers. Oh. Although it was more of a, it wasn't the the professional wrestling we know today. It was like, can you survive three minutes in a ring with Crusher Hogan? And uh, and. So he just put a mask on and then danced around the ring with him and got 
uh, some money, but he got, then he got stiffed by the promoter uh, who wasn't expecting anyone to win the money in the first place. And then, uh, so he got mad and walked out and then a guy robbed the the promoter and stole his money. And then Spider-Man was like, fuck you. You try to stiff me. This is what you get. Why is this my business? I'm not interfering. He could have stopped the criminal as he uh, ran away. And then he didn't. He said, fuck you. He was out of spite. And then that guy ended up killing his Uncle Ben. Wow. And then we have the tragedy. And that's how the tragedy happens. All that's when he learned with great power comes great responsibility. He could have stopped it. He could his Uncle Ben would be alive if he had acted not out of spite, but out of I guess enforcing the law. <laughs> wow. Or like a moral compass, I guess, is yeah, what they were yeah. trying to say. Right. That's uh and that's why he feels guilty all the time and about this everything. Is- this is all in the comic. the comic books from when, like the the seventies. This is this is Amazing Fantasy number fifteen. This is uh, his debut in nineteen sixty two. Oh, Stanley Stan Steve Wait. Ditko with some. Uh, um, do throughout this movie, there are a million Easter eggs of yeah. issues of Spider Man and I just uh, did the research with the Duck one. And we, I don't think we've told the listeners, um, welcome to Nerd School. This is Spider Man Homecoming. Like, we just jumped in. Yeah. Yeah, Well, I was segueing from. uh, It was a long segue. The segue was was too long. I was like, "Mm, what are we watching, guys? (laughs) What are we watching? That is the basics of Spider Man. Uh, This is Spider Man Homecoming. And I was just researching, uh, you know, because the standard question Joe has is is this somebody from the comics? Yeah, is Spider Man is Spider Man a comic book? Yes, Spider Man is a comic book character, <laughs> and, it's, and it's hyphenated. It's hyphenated. Spider yeah, so hyphen it's Spider man. hyphen man. And so I did it's not Spider Man. I will say this is. I'm glad TVJ brought this up because trying to find which of these movies is wasn't super easy because they're all have home in the title. So if you don't remember, it's the home exactly trilogy. Which, there's Homecoming, Far From Home, Away From Home, Home Alone. Homie, don't play that. <laughs> maybe, maybe Spider Man. Homie, don't play that. That's uh, that's Damon coming Wayans. soon. That's that when Damon Wayans turns into Spider Man. It's coming yeah, soon. Unless that's that. Damon Wayans is Blank Man. That's a whole other thing. Yeah, but uh, it's, but it was so. I for a minute I was like, I don't know which one it is. Like I'm not sure. Uh, that's but what I the think internet I, is for. I think I found <laughs> the right one. Well, <laughs> internet gets confusing. It always ends up on uh, uh, Pornhub. <laughs> does your internet always end up there or yeah mine's broken mine's broken it always goes to Pornhub it's hardwired into Pornhub yeah is it broken or have you just it's always just there? three clicks away from Pornhub somehow uh, <laughs> only three I'm up. surprised I thought that'd be your default homepage it is right. my homepage it's just a <laughs> video homepage Oh, wait, wait, no, no. What am I thinking? It's, it's lemonparty.org is your default. <laughs> lemonparty.org. And that's actually one of our. Uh, wait, is it actually .org? Because that's a whole other thing. <laughs> I really hope it is not .org. Does that mean you are a nonprofit? <laughs> yes. That one is, of our. Uh, I don't know how they our, monetize that. One of the Nerd School episodes was subtitled Lemon Party, and that's got the most listens by far. I think, because, I think it's because of the title. I think people search Lemon Party a lot and then just listen to whatever's titled that. What does that say about our society? Yeah, what what does that say? 
So welcome to the Spider-Man well, Homecoming maybe, episode. Maybe if you smack it, man. Or two girls, one cup. Two girls, one cup episode. Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. But anyway, what I was saying is just about every character you can think of in this movie is a reference to an actual comic book character. And a lot of them are like... Wait, wait, wait. Uh, Let's see really how many references. Let's see how many I can guess off the top of my head. Right. I know that Michael Keaton is, is Vulture. Yes. Uh, Oof, my dog just farted in here. It's there's two guys who end up as Shocker, right? Yeah. Shocker, I should say Shocker. Two in the yes. pink, one in the stink. But, uh, but the, <laughs> the first guy who is the Shocker is not actually the original Shocker. He is actually a character named Montana. Who was one of the enforcers along with fancy dan and ox and he was only the shocker because a spider-man cartoon uh from uh i want to say the 2000s spectacular spider-man decided to make him the shocker instead because oh. the original shocker has kind of a, a reputation as being a schmuck so by uh, having these two people be shocker for a second that made homage to that thing that happened in the cartoon sometime yeah yeah and also That's a reference the having because I don't know if they're going to get around to having the enforcers, Fancy Dan, Ox, and Montana, who's a, like a fucking cowboy guy with good with a lasso. Yeah, I what's this feeling, Fancy Dan? Enforcers are a comic book? Or just like a, like a uh, low-rent criminal trio. Uh, Ox is a big dude. Fancy Dan is fancy, and he's their leader. Fancy Dan? Yeah, this is, this is early 60s stuff. Oh, okay. <laughs> that makes sense. The names aren't the most creative. Yes, yeah. they weren't. So it's Michelle. This is the first I've ever heard of a Michelle as a love interest for, isn't her name? Uh, yeah, Michelle Jones. Uh, and later, I think in a later movie, it's revealed that her hyphenated real last name is Watson. This is very, this is a new character for the, the films, but it's obviously just a reinvention of Mary Jane Watson. The standard, yeah. the longtime love interest and occasional isn't, wife. Isn't, Zend- isn't Zendaya Mary Jane? She's MJ. She's, she's Michelle. Just MJ. She's oh, Michelle she, Jones, not her. But she's MJ. The other one. The one that's the love interest. Her she's, sister. She's MJ. Oh, Liz. Liz. Yeah, Liz. Sorry, I was getting a mix up. Liz, the one Liz who. Is a combination of a couple of characters, they say. I was. Is she, is she like in his, the comics? His is she real life first comic book love interest and the Vulture's daughter. Yeah, uh, Liz comic. Allen. Uh, was you know right in it's in the the first issue of Spider-Man ever. She's there as well as part of like the popular crowd that oh, sort of picks on him. And but she's uh, not the but she's not the love interest or the girl. He eventually, she develops a crush on him. Uh, eventually, when after Peter's involved with Betty Brant, who is in this movie as one of like the the co-anchor of the student newscast. Yeah, uh, that was Betty Brant. The spoiler. Blonde. Yeah, and the next Ooh. one becomes. Uh, entangled with ned oh which is an homage to her actual comic book relationship with ned and they got married in the comics ned is a character from the comics yeah you don't think he would be in there no i thought he was completely made up for this movie no No. i I mean uh, he's he's very he's very different from the comic book ned yeah, because uh, Ned Leeds was uh, like a reporter for the Daily Bugle. Oh, he was. Uh, he's a regular white dude, and he eventually became the Hobgoblin. Oh, that's what yeah. I was gonna ask. Does he turn into anybody or any yeah. kind of? So he turns into a bad guy. Ned does yeah. in the comics. Yep. Uh, oh, wow. Although the Hobgoblin is kind of like a, it's weird and convoluted. It was been retconned a number of times. It's sort of like a franchised supervillain identity. Like it's not always the same guy. You don't know which Hobgoblin is which. Huh. 
because um, like originally it was Ned Leeds was the Hobgoblin and then apparently I just read like there was some creator disagreement and like I didn't want that to be like the guy who was writing the story left in the middle of the story and it was a big long mystery of who's the Hobgoblin and he was only created because people like his bosses kept saying we need to bring the Green Goblin back and then it said no Green Goblin yeah had his story and it's been years and we don't want to cheapen that by bringing him back so they just sort of made a new goblin and oh that's kind of dumb so is that's why there's a hobgoblin and a green goblin i never understood yeah. that whole but thing. they really like the hobgoblin is very different i mean he's he, he's basically a yellow green goblin but in like his attire and his outfits and his weapons and stuff but like the whole reasoning behind him is there's several different people who have been the hobgoblin for various different reasons Okay. And part of it is to, you know, uh, obfuscate who is in charge of everything. There's Roderick <laughs> Kingsley, there's uh, Ned Leeds, um, who was initially like he was initially the green, the Hobgoblin. Then they said, no, he was brainwashed into becoming the Hobgoblin by this Roderick Kingsley guy. And then there's okay. Jason Ackendale. So and it's a whole thing. Do we think this Ned from this movie is going to end up being a hobgoblin, or has he yet? I mean, you guys are far ahead of me. In uh, in the the movies we've seen him in, every once in a while, there's some point. I'm not sure if I can't remember if it's this movie or a later movie. He says, "I promise, I will never turn into a supervillain." Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think that's just the later ones because people have been always thinking, "Is he going to turn into a hobgoblin?" Yeah, and it's always that whole like even I guess when the the last one, the fact that he was doing magic and stuff it was like oh well you know he could possibly love having this kind of power and then want to use it for evil maybe this is how he becomes the hobgoblin like all of the the i'm doing air quotes all of the blogs and things would be like uh ned's eventually going to probably become the hobgoblin is this the movie where he becomes the hobgoblin like maybe that's why like even the last movie they were saying like you know this dude he just decided he wanted to lose some weight but they tried to make it seem like, oh, he was losing weight because in this in this movie, he's gonna become a bad guy. You know, he might become a bad guy, mm -hmm. and that's why he's changing his body yeah. type. Like, so short like, answer, no, Joe, not yet. And then yeah, okay. but it could that have been so that kid is so good. I he's so funny and he's one of the best parts about the show, I think. Like oh, yeah, yeah. he does such a good job of being the yeah. The buddy who's finding out about the superhero powers and he just keeps asking those questions like man in the chair. Yeah, that's one of my favorite parts. Um but yeah, it's also there's also a man Tiana in the chair, Toomes. Yeah. Uh uh Liz Allen was like, you know, uh a you know, popular high school blonde white chick who eventually like had a crush on Peter Parker and then uh but it wasn't reciprocated because uh, for various reasons and then she eventually met and married harry osborne the son of the of norman osborne the green goblin okay and they had a son and uh but harry broke down and wound up dying and liz even dated foggy nelson from daredevil for a little while and stuff like that and in the ultimate comic books interestingly enough i just learned it turns she turns into the ultimate version of firestar Ooh. of spider-man and his amazing friends liz, liz allen does yeah but but this is combined with uh, tiana tombs the vulture's daughter who uh oh so they're combining two characters yeah and and they were doing this i alluded to at the very beginning yeah and they were doing FYI. this very specifically <laughs> to throw nerds off the scent to actually have some surprises for oh that's liz that's liz allen that's who it is 
and then uh ah, know, so it was a surprise then for nerds when she ends up being when when michael fucking Keaton's michael keaton answers Batman's the door daughter yeah when michael keaton answers the door that was like holy shit <laughs> that was uh yeah why is he one. there like is he i thought he was kidnapping her at first yeah can i just know as we talk about michael keaton the the quietness that his career had took for a while until birdman which came out right before this and this came out and it was like ah so glad to see you back in this does it bother you tbj with him being batman well there's also a scene in this movie if you catch a glimpse of it like you see like in the the moon and like when he's like flying away it kind of makes like a bird shape Mm-hmm. Which I read, they said it's kind of like a callback to like him being, you know, nipple Batman. He was a nipple Batman. That was Val Kilmer, right? Yes. Right, my bad. Kilmer my bad, had yeah. the nipples. Yeah, but wasn't unfortunately, he, that was that, that was nipples. That was nipples of the Batman. Okay, I just wanted to throw out nipples. In the you just want to talk about nipples? Yes. He just wanted to talk about nipples. Where a costumer decided that the bat suit needed nipples. I don't we, know why it was decided. The same reason I don't know why Robert Pattinson's hair was trash. But <laughs> Joel Schumacher came on and was and wanted to return some of the probably the Adam West camp to Batman that Tim Burton was trying to segue away from. Joel Schumacher just kind of dragged it back and then had to apologize for uh, not putting me in the cooler. It's ice to see yeah. you. I am Mr. Freeze. Well, you guys, when it is cold, you guys might not have a problem with him being Batman and Vulture, but I have a problem with him being Mr. Mom and Vulture. Because it doesn't fit into your Joe Yeah, It's hard to fit. It's harder to. What about Beetlejuice? Multiplicity. That's true. Beetlejuice. Yeah, multiplicity should solve your problems. Yeah, multiplicity. So, yeah, it's just clones. There we go. That solves every problem, really. Done. See? And every Michael Keaton problem. (laughs) Including Spider Man problems. uh, (laughs) Because Spider Man and clones go hand in hand. There you go. Yeah. There's a. I think I I already talked about the clone saga for a while, didn't I? Is that where they got that? 60s cartoon where the Spider-Man's pointing at two other Spider-Men? Probably. That everybody uses in the Marvel Snap game. Yep. Like, you were required to put that out if you play the same card as somebody, which is great. <laughs> like Marvel Snap. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, that's my favorite part of the game. Alright, so back to this movie. Uh, and the other one I know is Lank Thompson. I know he's a character. You mean Flash Thompson. Lank Thompson is Mike Myers. <laughs> Saturday Live. Lank yeah. Thompson, handsome man. I'm Lank Thompson. I'm a handsome man. Yes, I actually knew it was Flash Thompson. But Flash Thompson's the bad guy, right? He's like the... Sh- Flash Thompson was Stafford. Peter Parker's... He was like the basic, the bully stereotype. And yeah. uh, from from the jump, he was there making Peter Parker's life hell. And, you know, he's, you know, the captain of the football team, that kind of guy. And But eventually, he sort of matures. Um, he joins the army. He becomes friends with Peter at some point. He, but he has some pretty bad war experiences. He loses his legs, mm. becomes an alcoholic. Oh. And but then kind of comes out of it uh, and is enlisted by the army again. So he put him back in his service by allowing himself to bond with the venom symbiote for a right. while they, they had that he captured and venom. agent venom who is i thought that was a cool look because i don't i'm not a huge fan of the big drooling slobber monster venom but i liked when they they came up with this idea flash thompson is agent venom and he basically looks like a combination between spider-man and snake eyes and that he's like From a soldier joe yeah so he looked pretty cool it's like, all right i like this look this is neat 
but the like the, the problem was like if he got too stressed or excited or, or if he was bonded with this thing for too long it would start to take over because that's what the symbiote does he now so, has a son who's venom flash Thompson has a son now not flash eddie brock right eddie brock oh, okay because now, Eddie Rock Eddie... is the ori- Eddie Rock's the original Venom. You, we, he was in the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man Three. Right. Oh, all gosh, I can think okay. this whole time is there's a song about Venom, and that's all that's playing in my head. Uh, yeah, that's How's one thing I never really understood the Venom thing. But you want to? You're never going to hear me sing out loud. Two bars <laughs> for the world to hear. TV that's baby. not. That's not what's meant to happen. I could edit in some like old school Anita Baker and just say you that can was, edit pretend that's you. And I will just make a public. Or you can just go down the whole rabbit hole and like taking everything she says and splicing it and making a song. But an auto tune. Let's not do that. My contract says that's not not happening. (laughs) If TBJ was to become a sort of hip hop R and B star tomorrow, what would be your stage name? I'd be a hell of a hype man. One, uh, a la Flavor Flav. I'd just be in the back hyping you up. That's cool. I don't know if I have a stage name. I think you'd just still call me TBJ. TBJ is a pretty good name, right? As it is. TBJ, yeah, y'all. Well, I will say that TBJ sits in certain aspects of my world. Very few people call me TBJ. <laughs> and so someone <laughs> last week texted me from a number that I did not know and it said, TBJ. And I was like, what, what is this? Because I've changed, you know, I had an unfortunate incident with my phone. So some things aren't in this new phone. I was like, I don't know who this is. And they asked me something about another section of my life where someone wouldn't call me TBJ. So I'm like, this is weird. I figured out who the person was and I adore them and they're great. But I also was like, how does she call me TBJ? What does she know? If your presence is growing, it's what it means. What it means. Like it was even uh-huh. now, sometimes when I'm like just in the zone at work and all of a sudden, like hey art star and like donnie just pop up out of nowhere (laughs) i will say somebody did not realize we were on a supervisor call and someone said i did not realize uh when they someone i think joe you had said something about tbj and they didn't link that it was me you were talking about i i probably say that all the time not even realizing yeah that's not a normal that's not a normal no i mean we have a lot of new team members so that's true would, would not have occurred to them to link the yeah. TBJ to TBJ. older people, Lisa Lisa used to call me TBJ. So if you'd been around for a very long time in that department, it wouldn't seem unfamiliar. But they were like, I didn't realize Joe was talking about you. I was like, Yep. Mm-hmm. TBJ, motherfucker. <laughs> that, I'm sure that's not how you said it. Yeah, I mean, that's what you, I wish you would say that when you walked into a room. Like every right. time you walk into it, you'd be like, It's, it's like- TBJ time, motherfucker. Like that would be yeah. great. Like slowly no. open the door and it's like swing it open. Yeah, that seems very unlike me. It's very unlike yeah. me. And then like some kind of music. You need some like entrance music. Yeah, I'm down music. with entrance music wherever I go. If someone <laughs> wants to follow me around with and the then I am forward. completely fine with that. So what <laughs> would the music be? Um, it's gotta be early two thousands rap. Okay. That's that's early all it is. It's your flipping dip adapter. It's your <laughs> flipping dip adapter. Is that what you're trying to do, Andy? Yeah. Uh, and then, so back to the. Yeah, I was trying dip, to do uh, flipping dip and dap derp. Is the unfortunate. <laughs> that's, exactly that's the real lyric. That's the yeah. real thing I was trying that's to do. It. It's your flipping dip and dap derp. 
the uh <laughs> so that unfortunate toilet incident i mean that, <laughs> dang it i ruined my whole question the unfortunate phone incident did it involve a toilet it did. You dropped the phone in the toilet. That was a good guess. <laughs> yeah. and, 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 and as a callback to my previous statements, you know, like I, I don't know what the last episode. That's exactly why things should not be long in the bathroom with you. <laughs> when it was in bathroom. my pocket. Sadly, it was in my pocket. I didn't have it out. It was oh, in yeah. my pocket of my cardigan, and it fell out. Yeah, that happens, and then you got to decide how bad you want that phone. <laughs> I have a new phone. That's we have a new phone. Is it worth a poop hand? Or <laughs> there was no poop in the toilet. Let's make that clear. Uh, but we do have a new phone. Oh man! See if I drop my phone in the toilet, I make sure to we don't even that we don't want to picture that. We don't want to. And you make sure that. like when you had like some brownies or something. No, well, you know they advertise phones now as hey now they're waterproof. I, the new iPhone's waterproof, but they never say poop proof. No one <laughs> needs to know. No one should be dropping their phone in. <laughs> yes, that's the worst. So you drop it in the toilet and then you go eat a pack of Oreos and then <laughs> yeah, just because and... I want to test to see how poop proof it is. No, that's I've not. never actually never once dropped my phone in the toilet. My wife did once. Don't try to stay at home, folks. Yeah, we don't. It's not recommended. Yeah, do you not put your phone in the toilet. No phones in the toilets. Don't put your it's... laptop in the toilet. As Art Star says, don't bring anything in the toilet. Just use that time for me time. You can't even read a magazine in there, according to Art Star. <laughs> yeah, right. Art Star can't even right. read or anything. You gotta right. read. Uh, Matter of fact, meditation you op- shampoo. You open the door to the bathroom. Drip <laughs> before you walk in. I don't know what you're doing in a bathroom that is <laughs> like I, I have a feeling that your visits to the bathroom and mine vary if you're that paranoid about all the things in the bathroom. What am I suit to go to the bathroom? Nope, that's not my experience. It's pretty calm, it's pretty serene in there. I'm just Her impressed candles. we got TBJ to talk about going to the bathroom this just long. Right the bathroom the episode. It's the bathroom episode, everybody. No. <laughs> she says no. Back to the movie. All right. man. Where are you coming from? So who's this directed by and all that? Were you were people happy? Were people upset, first of all, that this is not Toby Maguire? Like, because this is the first one with the new We've guy. No, it is Toby Maguire. No. We already had a, a middle tri- uh, middle two movies with Andrew Garfield. Yeah. Oh, Andrew Garfield is Spider-Man. Okay. Yes. And uh, so were people expecting, were nerds expecting Andrew Garfield then to be Nerds had already MCU? seen Captain America Civil War. Yeah. So they oh, that's knew right. the Spider-Man. He was already introduced. Sorry. That was a dumb we question. We knew it was coming. I'm an idiot. But also note, just fun fact of degrees of separation, the love interest in The Amazing Spider-Man was Emma Stone, Gwen Stacy. Who plays the daughter of Michael Keaton in Birdman. Now Michael Keaton is in Spider-Man: Homecoming. There you go, Joe Verse. Everyone, that's a Joe Verse type of thing. So they both. There you go. Oh, okay. Birdman. Gosh, I don't know if I. I remember. I know I saw that. It. it, But that was the that was the Spider-Man with Andrew Garfield. Yes, she was. She was a love interest there. And she was not Mary Jane. She was Gwen Stacy. Correct. Look at you knowing something. Who's a separate character? And both of those are characters that are in the comics, but in different. Time period. Gwen Stacy and Mary Jane are college friends of Peter oh, Parker in the original comics. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Although uh, Peter dated Gwen Stacy first and Mary Jane was dating his best friend, Harry Osborne. And then. But but uh, Gwen Stacy hasn't been in the MCU. 
not yet. Well, no. I feel like we've had this conversation on the podcast. She has been an alternate reality version of her is in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, which we'll, yeah. we can reference it a little bit later when we talk about Donald Glover's character. I love Donald Glover. Uh, Who doesn't? I think he's going to be my favorite. She uh, died tragically in a, one of the early Spider-Man stories with the Green Goblin. That was like the yeah. pinnacle Green Goblin story. And at the time... That in the was comics, a, you're talking. In the comics, yeah. back in, you know, uh, back in the day. They killed a that, character. That was uh, like, to kill... It was basically like killing Lois Lane. Yeah. Or something like that. Like, everyone was shocked that that happened. And they kind of, for the most part, kept with that. I mean, they've... They kept survived, her dead? But, yeah. Then we, there, there have been, like, clone stories yeah. and shit like that but they've reinvented her within the last decade uh by sort of introducing an alternate reality version of her where she was bitten by the spider and became uh, a spider woman herself except mm-hmm. she had the, the, the in the Ooh. into the spider verse cartoon you saw her in there she had like the the she was like a punk rock band drummer she had like yeah. the white oh. pink costume with the you, spider hood you've probably seen you've seen it they're calling her ghost spider now I yeah. watched it, but I didn't. Yeah, I, gosh, I had no idea. I, I want to watch it again. It was. I remember thinking that was really good. I took the kids. And it was thinking Into it was like Spider-Man? a kids. Yeah, yeah, I remember when I took them. I thought it was like a kids, like a dumb little kids cartoon of Spider Man. That would be dumb and no. little, littler at least. And I was like, "Holy crap! This is the best. This is the best one." Oh, uh, it's so good. Did it's your so kids good. like it? Yeah, they loved it. I'm gonna watch it again. In fact, I'll see you guys in a little bit. I'll go watch it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um shoot that that whole conversation just brought up 100 cross so is gwen stacy always spider woman is like no. the spider woman that everybody knows that's not gwen no. Stacy. no not at all uh that's, she, a, that's she, a separate character named jessica drew oh and it originated as spider woman and then there's been a couple of different spider women isn't there a spider girl too there is mm-hmm. uh there's been a i think a couple of different ones depending on which there's been but none of these are in the spider verse is huge and insane they're not yeah. there yet however I was doing research for this and I realized one of the people on the debate team on his quiz yeah. team, Cindy Moon, Cindy Moon, who uh, is a See? relatively new character. New. What are you going to say? Uh, named uh, Silk. And the story, she was invented. That diamond in 20- and Silk trumps people? No, no, no. no. Silk like spider web. One of so. them passed away. Yeah, isn't that tragic? But no. uh, yeah, Silk <laughs> no, is no, not that crappy one. Uh, but uh, this one is <laughs> interesting in that the, the story, like she was invented as when the pi- the the spider bit Peter Parker and gave yeah. him the powers. This uh, they see he was on a school field trip, and then that spider, uh, before it died, it also bit her on the ankle. But Ooh. she was kind of uh, <laughs> the Cindy Moon who we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, so she developed spider powers too. She could like spin webs out of her fingertips but uh she, what was her, did she have a super name silk oh silk that. you already said that you Sorry. stupid stupid idiot you know who silk but, the shocker uh, is <laughs> yes i don't think going I back to the 90s going back to the 90s baby yeah, late no 90s early 2000s uh, mm-hmm. oh wait wasn't, wasn't there a yeah. silk r&b and then no silk, uh, there was a male group Named Silk. With a silk. But freak, freak me, silk baby. The shocker was oh, a part of the me, No baby. Limit Army. Freak me, baby. I don't see nothing wrong. No, that's. Okay. What, what, was the 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 like what was the Freak Me song? Yeah, yeah. I want, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm silk not going to do it. Singer saying. 
Silk was a group that sang that Freak Me okay. song. Yes, I want to get good. freaky with you. No one wants you, you to sing you, it, you. Oh. Or you aren't. <laughs> There's no singing you in nerd say stop. I want to play with your body, baby. baby. Bless Make you feel happy. Yes. All right. Oh, I think we got a new theme song. Arts, no, Arts we do R&I not. are starting a, an R&B band. <laughs> right. That's fine as long as you bring your proceeds over here financially to nerd school. Do you don't think we're gonna owe money immediately to everyone? <laughs> <laughs> everyone will sue us. We're suing you for noise pollution. Uh, <laughs> you're a Listen, you, there may be a niche that you fit into. There may be a niche. That's the name of our song, our first song. There may be niche. a niche. That's the name of it. There you go. Uh yeah, uh Silk is an interesting story as well. But she's basically a, a different kind of spider girl, spider woman. That's you know, Peter Parker's classmate but she was uh there was this evil mystical spider hunting villain named morloon that was kind of unstoppable that was hunting macaroon so. morloon morloon he's he was kind of lame but uh he's basically he's like a, a weird invulnerable dracula kind of monster who oh, went through like the multiverse and was hunting spider he was like a, he was like a uh a multi-dimensional spider slayer all right uh I think this means I got to take a break to, to quick break, groceries. quick commercial break. Yeah, we'll yeah. take a quick break. We'll insert an ad here. Hey, nerds, check out the Gruff and Loud show on YouTube. You got a kid. That's what you think. I forgot to tell you. Remember that time you banged Shannon Doherty? I, yeah, you got I her pregnant. You got her pregnant, bro. Kid's mm. 26 now. Well, I'm glad the kid's probably doing all right. No, he's not. He needs you. He needs a father. Well, I I was a donor, not a father. No, he needs a real father to step up and teach him how to fish. Well, and if you not... can teach him how to fish, you will have successfully raised him. <laughs> you have 30 minutes. Here he is. <laughs> <laughs> teach him how to fish. 30 minutes. Uh, minnows work better than worms. Oh, you did it! Hooray! You have successfully fathered Shannon Doherty's child. Congratulations! Been unlocked. Bing, 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 bing. Confetti, streamers, fireworks, <laughs> What's happening? What are we talking about? Check out the Gruff and Loud Show on YouTube. Hello, I'm back. There's Laser. Susie. Laser. Hey, Hi, Susie. Susie. Hey, guys. He's the best husband who ever husbanded. Aww. Yes. We, well, Laser Joe is trying to corrupt him. You tell her, Andy, later that Joe is trying to corrupt you to not being the best husband ever so she could have a vengeance against Joe. When my wife gets home uh, from groceries, everybody tries to hide and do other things. Yeah. <laughs> I, it was, it's raining outside, so I'm a little damp now. Oh, anyway, moist. More and he's moist. moist and wet. Why about? are we? And he's all wet. The, the podcast just got moist. Oh yeah, no. Slander the Gnabby and Jelly. Yeah, you guys still talking about uh, and Jelly? All right, Flash. Okay, we're talking about Flash Thompson. So, should we jump into the movie a little bit that was directed yeah, by? Let's so, do, let's do some movie. Well, and then we did. Jonathan movie. Watts is the director, and uh, he directed all three of the Spider-Man Home trilogy, and oh, he's he also tapped to direct the MCU Fantastic Four film. Oh, oh he was. He was. Wait. Yeah. And then he then he exited the project in April. 
but the project still exists the project yeah. still exists i'm not know. sure i think it gets Ooh, i want to know the behind the scenes story of that i really need an inside man at marvel i keep saying this but somebody needs to be my best friend who works there who can spill the tea when i need it i need this well his this guy's first foray into film started with a short uh, called clay pride being clay in america it was a claymation film and a satire of films about gay issues with the main character steve thompson coming out as clay over the next decade oh, lots would continue to work in short films as well as directing several music videos for area various artists like fat boy slim death club for cutie death club death cab sorry i don't know why I said I was about to say, that's not that's not it that's not right for cutie, that's hard to say. Death Club for cutie, Fat Boy Slim and Death Cab for cutie, all in a row is hard to say. Reliant, Reliant K, Sleigh Bells, Head Automatica, and TV on the radio. Did you guys know? Did you that? just say Reliant and then correct it to Reliant? No, it's <laughs> it is it is Reliant. R E L I E N T is so I don't think oh, it's I Reliant. It's not Reliant. Okay, Reliant. I assume is how you say that. He's an that's an American rock band formed in 1998 in Canton, Ohio. Andy. All right, butthole. And apparently, <laughs> so he left uh, Fantastic Four because he's going to do a Star Wars series for Disney Plus called oh, Star he Wars is? Skeleton Crew. Yeah, Star oh. Wars Skeleton Crew. What's that? Does anybody know about it's that? Some, it's some. I think yeah. it's the the some characters from the Mandalorian are spinning off. Oh, another spinoff of Star. There's you know, a lot of people complain and say it's too much Star Wars. Give me more. You can never Wars. have too much Star Wars. I want. Movies. I want a. I want a series with every starring everybody who is in the Star Wars bar. I want them all to have their own. I want more Star Wars all the time. I mean, right. you can it, just it, about have that. It might not actually be characters from the Mandalorian, but it's in the same time era, so I'm sure there will be a crossover. Okay. Yeah. Because... They'll they'll always. It's like when they did what Rogue One. Rogue. Which one was mm-hmm. that? Rogue One yeah how they are happening at the same time and you see where it where it links into the movies without mm. the people from the movies being a part of it yeah they don't even need um, to be yeah it's a whole nother andor is no, really good well. it's a really good one you i gotta say i'm, I'm andor. digging andor and really i watched like the first four episodes and or six or whatever and I thought it was over. I thought I watched the whole series. I was like, oh, it's too Yeah, bad. It's that's only- like, I only thought it was six episodes, but apparently yeah. it's like 12. Yeah, like oh, after yeah. the heist, it's, I was like, that was a really good, good first season. It's, and I was like, oh, wait, there's a bunch more it's, episodes. It's, it's fucking JK, amazing. JK, JK, JK. Fucking amazing. Yeah, we love it. It's fucking amazing. Art Star's right. It's fucking Sp- amazing. And Spider-Man has seen The Empire Strikes Back, at least, because that's how yeah. they beat Giant Man in Civil War. Yeah, he has. And you see in his room, he has so many action figures along the top of the wall there. And he, they're building the Death Star Lego set. Oh, so. yeah, yeah. They're building the Death Star Lego set. Which they, Star Wars you know, and I'll Death, vouch Death. for that. Kids yep. still want that. My son still wants that thing. Um, and he's got a friend who has it. And he's, it kills him because uh, I have a friend who's got a kid who has it. And they've, they've had it for years and they never even opened it. Uh, their parents just got to him because they got a bunch of money. And the kids probably didn't want it. And he just sees it sitting there. And he salivates like, they have the fucking Death Star. They haven't opened the goddamn thing for years. It's like <laughs> my son would open it and build it immediately. You know, so he's. Why doesn't he just say to his friend, hey, friend, do you plan well, on building that? I'd love yeah. to build it with you. Or I could build it. Well, they live. They don't live in town. They, they, uh, yeah, that's not, they're not really close, but 
his, their dad and my dad and me and his dad. Wait, I'm his dad. I'm still the fool that would ask. If I go back <laughs> yeah. over there and still see it in the box, I'd be like, hey. hey man, can I just buy that off you for half what the What you doing with this here? You plan on building it anytime soon? I'd love to build it. <laughs> well, that's kind of what that that's what Ned does in this film. Like with the he wants yep. to build the thing with them. Uh they're buds. I like that little montage. But let's get to the beginning of the movie. Shall we? <laughs> yeah, so uh, about an hour Ten in. Years later. Yeah. Finally. Well, we'll we'll kind of jump quick, maybe, because I just haven't. I didn't go through and write every scene by scene. I'll just go through like. So I found a page. It's, it's what's it? Wiki. What's the Wikipedia for Marvel? It's Marvelpedia or whatever. There's a Marvel they cinematic kind of wiki, and then there's synopsis. a Marvel Comics wiki that also yeah, it's includes the cinematic movies. one. I think so. And it just kind of starts with a synopsis and it's following the Battle of New York. Tony Stark and the federal government orders the U.S. Department of Damage Control to clean the aftermath of the battle, driving salvage company owner Adrian Toombs out of business. And Toombs convinces his crew to not surrender the Chitauri technology already scavenged from the battle and use it to further a criminal agenda. Uh, and then according to this, it says four years later, the crew... Are making yeah, they, they did it wrong on so the they movie. messed up, right? So the movie yeah. messed up. Yeah, they meant what, to say the four director years? said they messed it up. Yeah, but it's supposed to have been four years and not eight years. Yeah, I saw that on a YouTube channel. That how do you mess that up? <laughs> yeah, so they messed up the timeline of the it's MCU, three words on a screen. <laughs> well, they didn't put the I don't think they put I don't think the person who wrote the word got it wrong. I think they the planning of the of the MCU got it wrong and they realized later that they they should have said four instead of eight like they were I don't know I, I don't get it art star maybe you can explain how it was wrong um it's supposed because I think in the beginning this shit happened in 2012 and if there would have been eight years it would have made it 2020 so it would have thrown the timeline off to when civil war happened I believe they said it was because this is civil war we haven't done civil war yet have we yeah, we did. So Civil War was what, 2016? Yeah. Uh, the film yeah. came out then. And this this film came out in 2017. Yeah. yeah. Right, so it should have, it but the time like, when he had the Civil War battle should have been four years after 2012 and not eight years after 2012. Yeah, uh, 2016 so, would be... Yeah, 12, so 20, one... The original Avengers was 2012. And right. that's, what, that's when the beginning of this film is set. Uh, it's damage control showing up. Time daily, yeah. So they they uh, it was great having time daily, but in the beginning when they say and, and that's a character from the comics too. But uh, yeah, so let me just finish this first sentence. It says four years later, no. the crew are making big on exotic weapons deals, and Tombs begins wearing a winged harness that gives him the ability to fly. Yeah, so right at the beginning they show these guys, and I love the, just the beginning of this being that I love it when they show the realistic part of these crazy unrealistic movies like somebody's got to clean all the shit up and mm -hmm. like showing the workers i think it's a brilliant idea to have the the regular people trying to deal with this new world they're in look at all these superheroros yeah. look at and all that was stuff. the that was yeah. the basis of the series damage control which was created in 1988 for marvel there was an actual oh. damage control series really which was founded by yeah. Anne marie hogue who was played by time daily a comic book series, not a TV series. Yeah, comic book series. Sorry. Although they were, they were, I thought they were going to try to make a TV series, and then I guess maybe they called it off. Well, you know, they, they, but but now they're in quote unquote a TV series. It's not a dedicated to them, but they are 
a part of TV series. Like they've been doing shit throughout a lot of these movies, like uh, Shang Chi, uh, Miss Marvel. So you yeah, know, they're they're, they're making a killing by. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and, and this was interesting. Uh, it's created by Dwayne McDuffie and Ernie Cologne. And uh, the company, when it started, was originally co-owned by Tony Stark and Wilson Fisk, a.k.a. the Kingpin. And they... We're, we're talking about the Department of Damage Control? Yeah, the Damage Control. It was a, like a private contracting business when it uh, started. And they were okay. the owners. They were like, oh, we need to clean this up. But then uh, Stark got a little uh, twitchy about working with the Kingpin and then so like somehow they both sold their rights to a different company, but it was just an interesting way to start it. And uh, then of course they were somehow eventually turned into super villains during Civil War, the comic book Civil War, which was generally kind of shitty. So. <laughs> oh, I think the it comic was great. Book. Oh, I Archer think it loved was it. Great. Was yeah. it done by Rob Liefeld? Is that why you hated Andy? No, no, no. It was. <laughs> I think Andy Mark hates Barr. it because it's super long and convoluted. Like. Almost all of Marvel's comic series. I, I, let's, that's, we've had enough tangents today. I think I've, I think I complained enough about Civil War when we were talking about the movie. So, yeah. well, I love that uh, you're cutting yourself off. But, uh, Adrian oh, yeah, Toomes. That's good. That's good, good restraint. Yeah. Said so you want to talk about Adrian Toomes. Yeah. Uh, these the vulture. Uh, Tony Stark calls him the flying vulture guy later. Just, uh, that's the nod to his comic book name. He was Amazing Spider-Man number two, 1963, Stan Lee and Steve Ditko. He was, but he was a really old man in the comics. And uh, he was like an inventor who was inventing things and his business partner was selling them, but then he embezzled a bunch of stuff and he lost his job and he was pissed about it. And he turned to crime like you do. Yeah. And he invented this flight harness that uh, also kind of augments his strength. And periodically he somehow adapts it so he can steal people's youth and is can make himself young for a little while and then uh it goes away eventually but uh and apparently uh they tried to stan lee wanted to introduce a different vulture they tried to redo a vulture with, like it was a younger dude because it felt weird to have spider-man beating up a really old man yeah <laughs> but uh apparently the fans are like no we want the old vulture so all right we'll, we'll stick with adrian tombs huh so they kind of I guess I would say, do they split the difference? But I guess Michael Keaton is an old man now. Um, yeah. So I mean, he's not young. Yeah, he's not. He's not young. He's not, I love him, but he's not young. No, and he not. does a good job of being scary as fuck. Like you. Oh yeah, like, he's, oh, he's fucking threatening. Yeah. yeah, he's. But I love it. I love how they kind of show, you know, what pissed him off. Like what made him take this turn. Like he's, he's a blue collar working union guy and these fuckers come in uh tyne daily and everybody uh <clears throat> I mean, that's, a, that's, like, that's like a common trope though right like it's always yeah. something that turns someone either good or bad kind of thing like extenuating circumstances like ah oh, you know i gotta keep up this for my family i gotta do this for my family yeah. i got this medical bill that needs to be paid to like here's this junk just ran around you know let's do something with it because they just want to destroy it well, yeah, we could be, you know, Robin Hood type shit. Well, you do so much with this. Yeah. Right. Let's change. And uh yeah, it's it's cool. And there's the and there's the whole his whole crew is also, you know, you got your Montana I talked about earlier, who's like the original shocker who's going around calling himself the shocker. And then uh Bokeem Woodbine is Herman Schultz, who is the actual original shocker, and now he's the MCU shocker. 
so he th- that that character was the the original one yeah but uh, you notice they don't ever I, I don't think they ever call each other by those names they don't ever say shocker they, they say shocker but they, they don't use their real names so it's sort of that's a way to throw nerds off as to who's actually who uh because if they'd called this guy or the other guy herman or herman schultz or anything then you go oh that's that's the shocker he's everybody shocker. would know right away yeah yeah and what's the shocker character from the comics like what does he do he is uh like- he was like a he was a really good inventor like engineer but he was a high school dropout and uh he turned he invented these gauntlets the the gauntlets like you see in the movie yeah like the weapon that just yeah like these vibro shock things and he dresses sort of like the coat that the original guy was wearing with yeah. like the yellow sleeves it's kind of reminiscent of his costume but the shocker has like a mask over his whole head and it's all it looks like quilted padding because he's doing this these vibrating shock things uh-huh. he was a burglar and a, and a safe cracker and uh he's he gets beat a lot so he kind of has a reputation of being a loser so it's kind of like a like a henchman type of guy like yeah he's, he's a, the guy that gets hired to do stuff yeah and he also joined Egghead's Masters of Evil. <laughs> I just wanted to say Egghead. There is a character, Marvel character. Someday you Egghead. got so tickled by saying that. <laughs> sure Egghead. And not the Vincent Price Egghead from the Batman TV series, but a different Egghead whose head oh, looks yeah. like an egg. You got to go both he, of he did... these. <laughs> uh, uh, the, Bokeem the... Woodbine was great in the Fargo series, if anybody saw that. Um, I did not, but he's, he's a good actor. And then he, like he's his... got cool sideburns and and stuff and oh my god i just looked up vincent price egghead that's ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> yep uh and then there's uh, uh the inventor guy the guy who's uh you know always putting together the stuff and building the tech that's actually a character called the tinkerer uh, oh yeah yeah phineas mason man. who's also very early spider-man villain he's just an old man who had a like a fix-it repair shop but he secretly you know armed super villains like he built a suit for Mysterio and stuff like that. Okay. So he's he's kind of used. I think a lot. I remember him from comic books for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you read, cool. I you you read some of the early uh, omnibuses, right? This is Amazing Spider-Man number two. This is right away. This is the Tinkerers in there? Yeah, I feel like. Uh, maybe not. And, and there's some other that. guy in in his group named Randy Vale who had a company named Randy Salvage, which I thought was funny. <laughs> Macho Man Randy Salvage. Huh. I love that. And he was created in 1979 and like died in like two issues later. But he was a minion of some villain named Carry On. And they, <laughs> he had an outfit and he was called the Darter. But that there's a guy created to be killed. But the, the, that's how deep this movie goes in referencing actual comic book characters. They brought in the Darter to as a low rank dude. Second. In what is what? I'm finding weird things on the internet. What is Spider-Man Miles Morales? That's into the Spider-Verse. That's what's the name nephew. Wait, no, no, I, no I know who Spider-Morales Miles Morales is, but like I found this article that says, "Is Finn the Tinkerer in Spider-Man Miles Morales?" Oh, that's a video game. That's oh, a video uh, game. Oh. PlayStation. Uh, I was gonna say yeah. I don't remember that movie coming out, but it's a PlayStation video game. Okay, yeah. Eventually, that movie will come out, though. I'm sure. You know, the fun thing about all of this is they all live, even our weird Star Wars talk, they all live in multiple realms, right? You have the movies, you have the comic books, you have the books now, because a lot of them are actually doing fiction books in YA, 
Yeah. And then you have the video games, which and is cartoons. their own world all together. Yes, yeah. Yeah. And cartoons. And the cartoons. So they too, all yeah. exist together, but separate. Yeah. They're, they're all alternate realities. And, uh, that can that can be infinite and that's just, there's so much there's so much one can never consume everything how am i supposed to watch all of the old night courts and the new night court and then all of these comic books well, and play is, all these this videos? is what you do this is what you do well, the trick is you don't have don't to watch the new night court <laughs> yeah i tried uh, you to. don't like the new night court i could i couldn't get through the first episode Ugh, i barfed mm-hmm. i okay. heard good things but you know i'm, I'm giving it some time the first <laughs> night court had some t- trouble finding itself yeah, but in this in this this time period, uh, TV TV I could say TBS TV doesn't give shows time to find themselves. That's, That's true. true. Yeah, and shows. Now, this are... is still network television, so maybe they will. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, Adrian Toomes' crew is built out with. Uh, yeah, so they're all bad guys. Schmucks. They're all like villains. Like that's good. I I love it when they bring these guys in, but I guess that's what they do now. They bring in mm-hmm. villains from cartoons uh so nerds i'd imagine in the movie theater like oh that's shocker oh that's tinker <laughs> yeah oh he said shocker <laughs> i like that whole bit you're calling yourself the shocker what is this pro wrestling yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like michael keen did such a great job with this because like he's very sinister and threatening but you know especially when you know his family was revealed and like you see yeah. the whole thing he doesn't want to get super evil he doesn't want to, you know, he doesn't want to do the big score. He's just trying to stay under the radar. He's trying to, yeah. you know, get the money he thinks he's deserved, but he's not trying to murder anybody. And even when he does murder uh, the original Shocker, he's like, I thought this was the anti-gravity gun. He wasn't trying to murder <laughs> yeah, him. Yeah, right. That was a funny part. Yeah, I like yeah. that. He was like, oh, but then again, he shrugs off the fact that he just killed that guy <laughs> right. pretty quickly. I was right. about to say, hmm, while he wasn't trying to, he did, and there didn't yeah. seem to be a lot of I guess you felt yeah. good. Yeah, no, and the Vulture in comics is pretty ruthless. He's yep. he's fine with murdering people. <clears throat> yeah. And then uh just to round out the the bad guy references here, uh they mentioned at one point the Gargan deal. Uh and that's you know you meet Matt Gargan at the end uh when they run into each other in uh prison. That well, is you also Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to ask at the end. That's the Scorpion. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, I think I Google like so. This guy's got to be somebody. Yeah, he does was, he? Uh, is there a spoiler alert for him coming back in the later movies? Uh, I, we were expecting that too at some point, but it hasn't happened yet. And in the comics, he was like a PI hired by Jonah Jameson, Jameson to figure out how Peter Parker got his good pictures of Spider-Man. Yeah, and then eventually hired him. Like, I'm gonna make turn you, give you superpowers, and make you fight him and beat him because I hate Spider-Man so much. Who gave him the superpowers? Jay Jonah Jameson founded like got this this process that he went through this process that he he got the scorpion armor on him so he could be a scorpion guy, but it drove him nuts because it was like it's one of two villains I know of in Spider-Man where they got their villain costume and they're going nuts because they can't take it off. It's like Scorpion and Rhino are like I'm stuck in this outfit. I'm pissed off. So well, like Scorpion, a symbiote, the symbiote is stuck to their body. And that's too. like that's a little different because it's alive. It's in them and it's a whole mm-hmm. other thing. This is just you built me a suit and I can't take it off and can't just you go. Take it off. How's he how's he going to the bathroom? What's what's the ding? But uh so he Scorpion hates Spider-Man, but he also hates J. Jonah Jameson. 
because he blames him for that. And this is J. Jonah James, just a guy that works at a newspaper. Like, is just yeah, a but he's he is, also but he has a really uh, anti Spider Man approach to life. Yeah, yeah like he, he's <laughs> he's all right with you know. He's, he's yeah, he's like a big antagonist and they played that up for a while. And back in the day, newspaper publishers probably had a whole lot more power than they do now. I think. Now, yeah, yeah, now they're just, yes. Well, longer. now it's like, what? how many physical newspapers do you know that still exist or get right. printed? Which is why they've sort of made Jane and Joe Jameson like a TV guy. And in the comics, he was the mayor of New York for a while. Oh, well, who wins a fight between Scorpion and uh, Whiplash from He-Man? uh master of the universe they probably they're basically the same thing except scorpion is uh not a lizard man and whiplash but, is so it? you're saying a tie and you're saying it's <laughs> no a tie. scorpion will win i think whiplash will win you think whiplash because he has to I fight he-man who's magically powerful where it's scorpion fights spider-man who is just slightly techno powerful <laughs> chemically altered chemically altered Though sometime later, Peter Parker is recruited by Stark <laughs> to help in the Clash of the Avengers in Berlin. But Parker resumes his studies after Stark tells him he is not yet ready to become an Avenger. Two months later, over the objections of his aunt, May Parker, Parker quits his school's decathlon team in order to spend more time focusing on his Stark Industries internship, which is a cover for his crime-fighting activities as Spider-Man. Yep, he's just trying to be an Avenger. He's trying to he get, wants to get that brass oh, ring. Gosh, yeah, the whole I love this origin stuff. Like the whole part where he has that case and they do it through the film. He, he's filming Happy. That whole thing is well done. Where he's like, "Oh, this is oh my room's so big. Oh my god. Oh, I found the case. You know. Oh my god, look at this thing. Oh my god. Happy's kind of annoyed. I, I enjoy this this bit because and i think i've said this maybe not on the podcast but someone else i think this is the first time that you i truly feel like peter parker is a teen like all the teenness of who he is mm -hmm. is in these films like yeah i want to be an adult so bad and i i have a skill set that adults need yeah. but i'm still a kid essentially like there's you know when he's like he's treating me like a kid and his homie is like because you you are like we are, are yeah, we are still yeah, kids yeah. and so i think having the bits with him and tony like no you're not ready and focus on school and him being like i'll prove you wrong which is very teenage yeah which is very teenagery yeah i remember uh -huh. that as a teenager oh i can't i can't watch me yeah. um <laughs> and you don't even know you're being a teen because you think you have all the answers right i have this you need me i'm an asset yeah, it's it's yeah. a weird combination of thinking you know everything and knowing you know nothing. And yep. like, like, I don't know, I'm just a kid, but I know I this is what I have to do. I know I, I got to do all this yep. stuff. And then the minute something comes up, and you're like, I don't know what the hell's going on. No, but I do love also seeing Tony as very much a a maturish adult um, mm -hmm. with the focus focus on school. Be a kid. Mm -hmm. I love like a friendly I, neighborhood Spider Man. Yep. I love how cool the, the costume is now. Like the costume has all this tech in it because Tony, what a great way to put that in there. That doesn't come at all from comics, right? And no comic is Iron Man, the guy who introduces him to a better suit or anything, right? Uh, not who introduces him to the suit in the first place, but yo, know, yeah, right. at one point during the Civil War storyline, Tony Stark sort of builds him uh, an iron spider outfit that has all those like the the big tentacles oh really which he ends up having. oh okay 
Okay. So Okay. So none of so that's not all original like original type stuff. So that that Iron Man builds something for Spider Man, I guess. Yeah, but I mean, in the comics, Peter genuinely always building his own costume. Like he's yeah, like you know, he's a he's a smart like he's, kid. So, and he sews it himself. There's many scenes of him like like Aunt May taught him how to sew. So he, like he's a sewing machine. He's mending his costume and fixing it up. And uh, so yeah, he it's he's very self made. In the which comic is, books, at least, which is kind of sort right. of the, the uh, little background uh, theme of this movie is Peter becoming quote unquote a self made hero. Like you know, he has the line, like he has the line with the whole like speaking out of suit. He's like, I'm nothing without the suit, and then Tony mirrors the thing from way back when I want to say Iron Man, yeah, whatever it was. But it's just like the whole like if you know. If you're no one without the suit, you don't really, you shouldn't have it, kind of thing. Yeah, then you shouldn't have it. If you right. Can't be anybody with it. Yeah. But then he gets to a point where, you know, he grows and he becomes someone who doesn't need the suit because he knows that he's a hero without the suit. So. All right. It's like the bit from the Avenger like, what are you without the big fancy man in a big tin suit? What are you without <laughs> that genius billionaire playboy philanthropist? Yeah. He's he is something without the suit. But he's also just kind of addicted to making the suits. But that's a whole another Iron Man thing. This is post Civil War Iron Man, I guess, trying to be responsible because you know Civil War showed him like how guilty he is about being reckless uh, about uh, you know Alfred Woodard's kid was died died in Sokovia and all that. So this is him trying to, I guess, steer someone right, even though yeah. he's probably feeling bad about enlisting him into the big superhero <clears throat> fight in the first place. And I was trying to say, all right, all right, I gave you too much of a taste of the Avenger business. Right. I need you right. to dial it back. And he's like, no, I don't, we don't dial back. We, I am Avenger. Make me a I'm hero. In. Yes. Let me be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's weird. So this, this also kind of plays out in the, uh, I want to say it was a few years ago. That was an amazing Spider-Man cartoon where Peter was recruited in the shield. And it was like Nick Fury was always, he would use them, but then kind of g- give him like a short leash. And it was always like, well, what do you have for me? Like he always wanted to do something, but he always was getting into things and always ending up like he does in his movie. Like instead of sitting back, trying to whatever, like he wants to hang with the big dogs, he gets trapped in um, containers and shit because he's trying, he, he can't come down from the high of civil war. So this small time stuff is not beneath him, but it's also not really like it's not enough anymore. Right. Which is very I don't know about you at 16. Um, I thought I had all the answers. And I said that to my dad recently. It's like I was like, man, it's so crazy to think I had all the answers um at the end of high school. And mm-hmm. <laughs> I clearly did not. He goes, <laughs> Yep, and we couldn't tell you any different. So I think that's a that's Spider-Man too. Like you can tell him all you want to, but he wants this so bad. You can't really stop him. Yep. That's right. Yep. Um did we throw you off, Joe? Yeah. No, that's I was just thinking the next <laughs> I was gonna say, did your brain short circuit? The next bit? part did I was gonna bring it? I was just gonna bring up the rest of the, the synopsis is uh the next part. I really loved his one night after preventing Toombs' associates from robbing an ATM, 
Parker returns to his queen's apartment where his best friend Ned Leeds discovers his secret identity, which <laughs> uh, I love the ATM thing. That whole yes, they're wearing the Avengers mask, the event, Avengers mask, and he's fighting him and all the little comments. Which is also that's that's from a comic book. <laughs> I'm sure Andy probably knows what book it is though. Uh, not offhand. Oh, <laughs> failure! What a terrible yeah. professor. Yeah, I'm a piece of shit. He I'm can't know go, all things at all times. I'm gonna go on right. rate ratemyprofessor.com right now and rate you <laughs> and give you a shitty review, and then I'm gonna go on rate my rack and rate Art Star. Lord. <laughs> I don't know how we get into these things. <laughs> you guys remember that website, Rate My Rack? No, I do I've, not. Never, I've never heard of it. <laughs> it was a thing, like when the internet first started. It was a thing. Was it a thing, or was it a thing you happened upon? And you I've know, never heard of, of it. A lot of people knew about it. I wish I could remember who told me about it. And it was to- horrible. It was just like, and there was one. For well, like, it sounds horrible. Nothing about one that for, sounds great. Was that what was the one for guys? It was like rate my junk or something. Maybe, maybe that was wieners. I don't know. Uh, yeah, it was rate my feet. Uh, there's probably that's probably a thing. I have never needed external validation enough to ask anyone in the world to rate any piece of my body. In fact, if you make a comment on my body, I will punch you. Um, <laughs> so I would not where, have. Known where is such your? Things. What's your kill move? Like what? Was it throat punch? Is that where you can't tell you how I hurt you? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Because then it won't. You'll be ready for it. <laughs> Why would I tell you, Joe? <laughs> People like to try me anyway with my five foot status. You can't know, but you should be afraid. I'll you should be afraid. afraid the moment the door swings open. You hear TBJ, motherfucker. Right. You wouldn't hear that unless Joe is walking in behind me. That's true. <laughs> Which you, yeah, then you would. Or if TBJ I'm in the Jay up in this. Oh. There you go. I'll let you two announce it when I come in the room. Well, the next day, Leeds pesters Parker all day about his abilities as Spider-Man, which is we already kind of talked about. I think you glossed over my favorite bit, though, when he comes in the room. It's the back and forth where Peter is trying very hard to still deny it, even though there's no denying what he's crawling. He's crawling. He's like, oh, my God. He's like, no, no, no. You you didn't see that. You did. That's my favorite thing of like. Yeah. Um, the Shaggy song, it wasn't me. Like I caught it red-handed. Me. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, "No, no, not me." And his friends like, "Dude, I saw you on the ceiling." <laughs> um, I love that <laughs> part so much because he tried so hard. Like in suit, suits coming yeah. off. And he's like, "No, no, 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 Spider Man." You just climbed on the ceiling. You just walked on the ceiling. Uh. Yeah, so the next day he keeps asking these questions. Do you, I, can, I don't remember what it is. Are you an Avenger? Do you know Tony Stark? Or do you know, I'm not sure exactly what he asked. Yeah. It's know. the questions you ask when you find out your friend's a superhero. Yeah, so cool. Right. He keeps asking, like, in class, lead to him and ask him. That part was well done and funny. Uh, during gym class that day, Leeds accidentally says Parker knows Spider-Man after overhearing a conversation with Parker's love interest, Liz Allen, and her friend. And see, that's, and that's, that's one of the things, too, like, when you find out you you have you have to you 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 want to spill the secret, but no, you can't. And yeah. you know that right. your friend. So now you're like, oh, I'm gonna boost him up. So like, yeah, sort of like I don't know if you've seen Shazam. It was like in the Shazam, they had the whole thing. Like, yeah, he knows Superman and all of this, and Superman's coming to lunch kind of thing. So it's like, it's it's the teenager in you that want to no. so like, yeah, you know, I know such and such. He yeah, knows him. You know, trying to be impressive. Cool. Yeah, you're yeah. impressive and have friends and have people like. And if the girl Lily likes, it's like, come on. Yep. He wingman. I'm not my wingman, you bro. Yeah. Well, here's what I'm saying. Like, I'd bang Spider Man. Like, who'd you rather 
was it Thor Spider-Man? Oh, they were playing F Mary Kill. Uh which is kind of funny. Uh <laughs> and that but that and that was with the one girl playing was that girl you said before, Betty or uh the one who's Yeah, Betty Brandt. Betty Brandt, yeah. Who is uh is actually Spider-Man's first love interest. Uh who was a, he was a secretary at the Daily Bugle that he was selling his pictures to. And oh, then uh, in, you go. He thank you. Every time every time you <laughs> say wife just gave me fruit. Oh <laughs> good wife. Good wife. See what happens when you're a good husband and actually go grab groceries. Yeah, my wife doesn't bring me any fruit. Because you don't help her when she needs it. You don't bring in the groceries. You tell I run Andy the other not way, to. bro. I run the other way, bro. But yeah, Betty Brandt uh, <laughs> sort of had a brief thing with uh, Peter Parker and then uh, then eventually married Ned Leeds. And, comics. Okay. Yep. She married and then he, when he died, she got involved with Flash Thompson. Oh. And she's been around and she's, but she's like a reporter for the Bugle. She started as a secretary and is now sort of a reporter. But she also turns into Spider Woman. No. Oh. That's Gwen Stacy. Oh, Gwen Stacy. That's Jessica Drew, who we won't talk about here because she was barely connected to Spider Man in the first place. All right. Anyway, that night, Peter Burke goes, uh, he's forced to go to Liz's party. And then while changing into Spider Man, Parker comes across Tombs' associates, Herman Schultz and Jackson Bryce, selling Jatari weaponry to local gangster Aaron Davis. And this is played by the childish Gambino, right? I love how you put the this, in there. Sorry, I'm eating fruit for a second. Which, uh, is, does anybody know how he got the name Childish Gambino? He put it in a Wu-Tang Clan name generator, which yes. went around in the early 90s. Yes. That's old school internet business. Yes. Um, and But yeah, Aaron Davis is the ultimate universe prowler. Which, is, they, which in when Peter looks him up, when he's like scanning, it actually says on an alias, the Prowler. Oh, really? So he's already. And then the also the other name he has an alias for is a combination of the names of the uh, writer and artist from Ultimate Spider-Man. Oh, uh, Brian Michael Bendis and Sarah Pacelli. Right. So it's, it's and the thing is Brian Pacelli underneath uh-huh. the Prowler. I see. Oh yeah. Again, I, like I've I've found like I love. Easter eggs and Easter chickens, yeah. But just coming out of the new stuff that Marvel is like, I'm I kind of sort of know that Marvel has been doing this for a hot minute, but now when I like when I'm going back through these watch throughs, a lot of times, a lot of times I'm looking at things like you're looking oh, for them. Here's this angle. Read read everything. Read everything, and then like pause. Let me look this up real quick to see because I think I rem- mm-hmm. I recognize that I recognize it, but let me just because like oh look. It said the Prowler. That's who he becomes in the comics. But go ahead. I think that's yeah. the fun part of rewatching, though. All right, you yeah. pointed this out in more than one movie. Like you're like read read the writing that was on the screen, um, you know. And we, I'll pay attention. Look at the files on the desk. It's yeah. nice because you can go back. We are all rewatching. I play. Um, I play escape room with chance. these. I play escape room with these movies. They, yeah. Yes, you do. But I think that's pretty cool because if you watch it one time the way we tell joe to watch it one time for just to be entertained and watch it again so i catch some things i think that's always nice this is uh, yeah tell me about the prowler because i don't think i've ever heard of this guy but i'm looking at google in this image it's a cool looking he's also he's got a big purple cape he's like one of the first characters you fake on uh spider-man miles morales 
uh, PlayStation. Yeah. Oh, uh, really? So, so you may remember the Prowler from Into the Spider Verse. He was like uh, Miles Morales's uncle. He is Miles Morales's uncle. Oh. Oh. And he was secretly the Prowler. But the original Prowler from 1969, the Stanley uh-huh. John Buscema, uh, was a guy named Hobie Brown, and uh, who was like a teenager who had these engineering skills and invented this outfit. So his plan was. He'd go disguise himself as a supervillain called the Prowler with the big purple cape and everything, and he would steal stuff and then return them as himself and say, oh, I found this here. I'm returning this. Can I get a reward or something? That was his big plan. But eventually uh, shit went wrong and his first thing. So and he wasn't really a bad guy. So he kind of gave up crime to become an occasional sort of superhero when he needed. But then in 2011, uh, the ultimate universe, Bendis and Pacelli created Aaron Davis as Miles Morales's uncle. And I found this interesting because I hadn't read a lot of that, but Miles Morales's father, his name is Jefferson Davis. And he changed his name. I think he took his wife's name of Rhea Morales uh, because Jefferson Davis is the goddamn president of the Confederacy. Yeah. What I don't want to, I want to know what Bendis is thinking, naming like they're doing this thing like miles mm-hmm. morales is very much like uh like an effort to diversify yeah. and include and like put get a uh, 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 poc character in the spider-man mythos front and center and his father's name is named after the confederate president that's just the weirdest thing to me and i don't know maybe that maybe it's addressed in the story i don't know i haven't read a lot of that you know anything about that art um no i don't i, don't. Like okay. I want to dig into that yeah that's, because that's i wonder if weird. it was intentional or you know at this point we have so many so many name repetitions that there are some people named after some some people they shouldn't be but they don't necessarily know the origin of their name so i'm right. wondering if yeah i wonder if it's a it was just a name they made or and, did he but, was yeah. he being was he being a little sneaky and putting in a little hint of racism, his own personal biases? Right. But then it allows you to think about it too. Like, okay, if I'm creating this, it's my shit. I can do what the fuck I want to do with it kind of thing. So like, it's not, it, it could be them putting in a hint of racism or misogyny or whatever, because that's the way they truly feel. But then they also feel like, like South Park does it a lot, right? It's like, you know, the name of that, that first movie, Bigger, Longer, Uncut. It was like, they set that purposely set it up for this and then they're like, oh, cool, sure, cool. Go ahead and make the movie. But then like they pretty much just elongated, pun intended, what they were trying to do and to see if they could get away with it. A lot of times, I'm sure they say like, let me throw this in there, see if I get away with it. You know, like, I mean, now they'll probably say like, you know what? No one probably will say anything about this for another 20 years. Let's just run with it right now until <laughs> we decide we want to get it canceled or whatever happens in the future but i'm pretty sure they probably like yeah i'm just gonna do this shit fuck it you know yeah i mean i could see i could see this motherfucker (laughs) i i could be just like he didn't he made up that name and didn't realize oh shit he's that guy no one uh, checked him standards and practice didn't check it yeah i guess not But, but what's interesting about donald glover being in this movie is that Miles Morales was created as a result of uh, Donald Glover being rumored to be Spider-Man in new Spider-Man movies before they went with Andrew Garfield. I think it was after Tobey Maguire was done. 
there was a, like a big upswing of people's like we should get Donald Glover in there. I think he was like really big on in uh, community at the time or something like that. And there was a whole huge thing going Donald Glover, let's make him Spider Man. He's great. And then you know there's the backlash of man white. And then uh, so <laughs> and white. <laughs> yeah. I mean that's how some of some of your uncles sound. That's, yeah, that's, that's yeah. true. Sound. It is. Yeah. Yeah, but, so, also, but and that was like it was a big thing. Like it was a big rumor for a while, and they like I think eventually went well. We 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 gotta do traditional Peter Parker, but then the comics went well. How do we, how do we change the game to make it so it's not such a controversial thing to have Donald Glover as a Spider Man? Well, he, I mean, he Miles Morales up... kind of came developed out of that, mm-hmm. but he 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 did Miles Morales' voice then. The Ultimate Spider-Man television series. So yeah, he's kind of directly the inspiration for Miles Morales. Full circle. Donald Glover is. Yeah. So they. So the Miles Morales didn't exist until recently, like until like 2011, I believe, at all, like in comic lore and anything. Oh, okay, okay. And it came out of that whole rumor thing. That's a cool origin thing. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Uh, I love it though. I I think of how many. How many kids I've seen show up for a Spider-Man that looks like them has been incredible. Yeah, and so now and so now he's playing Miles Morales's uncle, who is in, a criminal. Who's a then, criminal yeah. in this? Uh, uh, and he even references he's got a nephew. So do does that mm-hmm. mean? Do people think? Do nerds mean, or have they already? Maybe they've already announced that there's going to be an actual Miles Morales live action mcu thing i think it's inevitable i think it is it, yeah but it's not, i think it'll come it'll we, come you guys just think yet. but it hasn't been officially no but people are no. speculating that it will be well i mean i guess it's one of those things where like once they fold in which, which they probably eventually will once they fold in like into the spider-verse into the mcu kind of thing and then you you'll have it do. like sort of, yeah so like how you have Vince's like in wait they of, haven't it's not already in it Hmm. No, I well, don't like think it's officially an MCU film. Well, oh. like, well, like, and oh. what if? Yeah, I thought it was. You have like Sharon Carter in animated form, right? Yeah. So you have like animated characters. Then there's even even further down. Spoiler: You have in the Doctor Strange too. You have the Professor X, which is the Professor X from the X Men '97 cartoon series, which they're. Re redoing, which is a part of the MCU, so it's like you have that you have the option to bring in characters who are yeah. animated or whatever, and to, especially with timeline shift, like you know, we don't know for sure, but you know, at the end of the uh, end of the Spider Verse two, who knows if you know because you know you already have like just just shit with chaos magic and timelines and Kang and all of this shit, yeah. We yeah, like we we get to see trailers and previews, but we don't really necessarily know what the fuck is happening down the pipeline until mm-hmm. the movie comes out, and then a super secret thing that no one knew about happens to pop up on the screen, and you can go like, "Oh shit!" You have like super nerdgasm, right? Right there in the yeah. theater. Yeah, yeah. You say everywhere. super nerdgasm? Yes. Yeah, super nerdgasm. Okay, nerdgasm. Oh, and uh, while we're talking about the Prowler, uh, one of the guys on the the debate team, this guy Abe Brown, the one who keeps telling Flash he's wrong, 
oh, yeah. is is actually uh, a character uh, who is That's... Hobie Brown, the original Prowler's brother. Uh, and I just learned this. He was also had a su- superhero identity as the Black Tiger uh, in 1974 Whoa. in like a, it was, in Deadly Hands of Kung Fu comics, which is very much like, oh, Kung Fu movies are a big thing. Let's try to make comics about that. So he was in a group a lot, called Sons of the Tiger. kids were actual, actual comic characters. Like a yeah. couple of them are like Flash's bully friends yeah. from the comic book. So just like, it's all, it's, 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 it's Marvel and and nerdy comic book shit for us to have super super nerd guys. Black Tiger yeah. looks cool. He looks familiar. Like I feel like I remember that from I don't know if that was possible. And remember we had that handbook for the MC Marvel. Oh, uh, I'm sure he was in there. Marvel role playing game we had yeah. when we were younger. Like that's that's kind of how I learned a whole lot about Marvel characters. Was just we had these hand. giant like we had the there was the Marvel role playing game and they had these giant stacks like the, the official handbook of the marvel universe except all the stats for all these characters i mean they publish those regularly it just has profiles of hey here's here's all our characters here's our library of everybody but this the one we had was like i think the first volume i think we had a couple volumes of just page after page of characters that we, and i think uh, i've mentioned this before like when i was a kid you know just you know being an artist like those that like dc who's who like to me like sometimes it was better just reading through that than actually reading the comic book story <laughs> because you're reading like, oh, like, wow, he could do this. He yeah. Could, he fought this. He had this appearance in this book and like shit like that. I got super nerdy guy. I'm with I'm with you. I like the characters. I like characters. I like yeah. characters and more characters and more characters. Yeah. I'm the same way. I want to know them all i want to read about all of them and i want to know where they live in relation to each other I want to... <laughs> who they bang who they bang? Yeah. No, okay not no nah, i'm not into that no, no that's that is crossing a line probably Teenager. not you've told us what your browser history is rate arts rack oh and by the way while we're talking about the wu-tang clan name generator art stars Wu-Tang Nam name is Tough Dragon. Tough Dragon. That that sounds really weak. I can say that. That yeah. feels kind of weak. Yeah. I feel like, <laughs> yeah. You think that feels weak? You think right. it could be better. I, like, yeah. yeah, Tough Dragon. It, it, it doesn't feel tough to me. You know? Well, let me actually put an art star instead of your actual name. Let's see what happens. Okay, it's Excessive Bagman. Thank <laughs> <Like> the dragon. <laughs> uh, I just put mine in, and it's unfortunate stylist. <laughs> I, uh, I want to see if like, it, can you can you re-roll if they're like one of those things like you know how, like no. sometimes they say choose a username and you keep clicking it and it just like keeps you know shuffling through different titles and names. I think once no, you do I just it, put mine in again, and I came up with the same thing. Yeah, I'm chromatic Corvus. Add my name. Who am I? Let's see. Well, do we put in TBJ? Do we put in your actual? You could name? just put Tiffany. TBJ is gold. Is bold killer. That's Boy, accurate. And your full na- name is Speedy Hunter. Speedy Hunter. <laughs> they both allude to the same thing, which is very <laughs> accurate. You're a bold killer you. and a speedy yeah. hunter. <laughs> speedy bold hunter killer. Uh, yeah, bold killer. Uh, Joe's name is actually Unreal Crane. Oh, that's not what I got. 
Well, what I put, I, I put in your real name, which is dumb asshole. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, dude. Ah, <laughs> you went too far there. But uh, right, I'm sorry. Anyway, I love uh, I love uh, Childish Gambino, um, Donald Glover. I've been rewatching Community, getting ready for the Community movie. He's so great in that. He's so funny and great in that. They all are, but. Um, and I started watching Atlanta. I'm only on season one still, but anyway, oh, Atlanta's good. But Peter Parker real nearly drowns while intervening in this Aaron Davis thing, but he's rescued by Stark. I can't remember how he nearly drowned. How did he end up in the water? What happened? Anybody remember? Oh, uh, no, the, when, this was the when he like he's chasing down the shocker and uh, yeah, he's shocker chasing two, him down and, and he's, oh, like, he's like they're dragging him right from the on his ass. Where he was in, yeah, he was in the ire and he. Uh, he shook them off. He shook them off. Yeah, and they're driving all over, and they the weapons fall out. Yeah. Oh, this is before he. Yeah, this is before the Donald Glover parking garage scene because that was a cool. You get to know him a little bit. Um, yeah. More. Um, and, but Parker nearly drowns while interviewing. He's rescued by Stark while he's intervening, and he's rescued by Stark, who is monitoring the. Oh, I, I think uh, uh, Vulture shows up and like drags him into the air and drops him into the mm-hmm. into the right. sea. Into the oh, bay. that's yeah. right. Yeah, into the bay. And yeah, and Tony's monitoring Spider-Man's suit and warns him against involvement with the dangerous criminals. And later, angry with Bryce for jeopardizing the operation, Toombs accidentally kills him, as we talked about, with one of the weapons and gives his gauntlet to Schultz. There you go. And then retrieving a Chitari weapon left behind by Bryce, Parker works with Ned to remove the power core. And that's kind of cool. These little nerdy kids trying to you know figure that out like these lego building buds mm-hmm. uh, a tracking shop device class. yeah and shop class yeah a tracking device leads schultz to midtown school of science and technology but parker and Leeds manage to evade him uh see like the thing with the shocker is like when they killed the original dude i thought that was just he was herman schultz and they killed him off because that's how much of a loser shocker was in the comics and then oh, just okay. give it like this guy's the shocker now. I figured Bokeem Woodbine was like a, a whole separate character, uh, like a, just a new guy they were gonna make into the shocker, but apparently not. But he's Schultz, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, after planting his own tracking device on Schultz and learning that it leads to Maryland, Parker rejoins the decathlon team and accompanies them to Washington, D.C. for nationals. Working with Leeds, Parker disables the tracker and planted in a Spider Man suit. And unlocks it, all its secret features, including the built-in AI that Parker later names Karen. Uh, and that's cool. Ned yeah. didn't want to help him. Ned was like, "No, we are kids. We're not doing. You can't do this." And he, you can be the guy in the chair. <laughs> you know, you can be the, <laughs> By uh, the way, uh, Roger Harrington, aka Martin Starr, is a comic book character. Okay, from two thousand one, from J. Michael Straczynski and John Romita Jr. Uh, he was the principal of Midtown High, and like he hired. Uh, this is like after, long after Peter's graduated. Uh, but Peter Parker gets a job as like a science teacher at Midtown High, and he's the guy that hires him. Okay, he's an older guy, and also, uh, and we're talking is, about the teacher. We're talking about the teacher that's leading him on the yeah on the field trip. And he's also, <clears throat> if you remember, we talked about this at the time. He has a brief cameo appearance in the Incredible Hulk movie, and when he's still a student, as like a yeah. guy who lets uh, Bruce Banner use computers in uh, in exchange for pizza. 
Oh yeah. And he's supposed to be. It's the and same. He's character. the same character, really. Yeah. Get oh. in the same character. And he is the best thing about uh, the '90s show, um, Freaks and Geeks. Freaks. And you know what's another cool show that he's in right now? Party uh, down. Tulsa King with uh, with Sylvester. Oh, he's Stallone. in Tulsa King. It's fucking awesome. Like Tulsa is, King that, that's, is that's that's Stallone awesome. as a gangster in Oklahoma, right? Right. We he's he's from New York, but they ship him out to Oklahoma. I see. It, it's just fucking awesome. Fucking awesome. And show. he's also like, in the Beastie Boys last music video, Make Some Noise. Make some noise. Uh, as well he should be. Make some noise. Anyway, yeah, they go to Washington, DC, and uh Peter Parker. And Karen, by the way, is a Stark AI voiced by Jennifer Connolly, who is the what? real life wife of I didn't know Paul that was Bettany, Jennifer Connolly's who voice. Vision, who was Jarvis, well, she, and she also is she's also I think I think she's the best Betty Ross. We know you Betty told Ross us Betsy, Betsy Ross. Ross. Betsy, Betsy Ross, Ross made the American flag, yeah, and was racist. Uh, oh, she was racist <laughs> as hell. Yeah. Uh, no way. Wait, uh, wait. Wait a second. Did you just say that Paul Bettany is married to, to Jennifer Connelly? Jennifer yep. Connelly. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's common and then, knowledge. Everybody knows that. Yeah. Yeah. What? And Paul Bettany that's is just... the Vision, who started as Jarvis. Yeah. who's also a Stark AI, and now he's married Stark to another Stark AI. AI, and it's Jennifer Connelly who plays Hulk's love interest in. In not in the, the MCU though. The not in the MCU. The one that's not in the MCU. Right. Oh God, that's true. My mind's blown. I didn't know that. I can't <laughs> take any more knowledge for the day. You uh, didn't know they well, were married. They've been married since no, early two thousands. I have no idea. She yeah, great in career opportunities. Uh, I think the only reason <laughs> I know is because he was a part of the trial for Johnny Depp and his wife. He um, was. Paul Bettany was. Yes, him and Johnny exchanged some text messages that were not nice about yeah. his wife, and they were brought up in trial. And so we learned a little more about his life outside of being vision because I didn't pay attention to him other than him being vision. Well, he's also vision, uh, yeah. a uh, uh, he's also a dark. So you know, yes, the boss. Is what? Darth? He's what a Darth? Yeah, he's he's, he's in. Is it Solo or Rogue One? He's in one of those. Oh, he's a bad guy in that. Yeah. So he's in so yeah, yeah, I think two... it's solo. Oh, I God. still need to watch solo. I haven't watched that yet. It's good. But all this talk of Donnie Glover. Uh yeah, Donald Glover solo. is in Star Wars. He's in the Star Wars and the MCU. He's Lando. Another... He's Lando and he's Shocker. I mean, um Prowler. He's so good being Lando. Uh, he's right. too much information. I uh... I'm mad it took me so long to watch both of those. And they were good. Did it? Yeah, because I like I felt like this shit don't seem like it's canon to me. I just yeah. Why do I need a to purist? see this? Why do I need to see this? No, the it's moment like, you told me good. that Donnie Glover was going to be in it playing Lando, I was like, "I'll be there." Don't you he, worry. He was the it best is thing solo. about that. Bettany is in Solo. I thought so. He was. Yeah, I think uh-huh. Donald Glover was awesome as Lando. Uh, oh, he's awesome in everything, but he was especially. Yeah, he's awesome. always awesome, but he was. I everybody was like, "Oh, that movie sucked." I thought it was great. I thought him as Lando was it. awesome. Now I would have liked to see what they've if they could make a CGI young uh, Billy D. Williams, that'd be kind of cool, but no need because Donald Glover is so great and cool. Oh, good. I think I liked the guy who played Han Solo less than I liked Donald Glover playing Lando. You aren't the only I one. I think the big so. problem was, but I didn't mind like, the guy playing Han Solo. Like anyone who isn't Harrison Ford playing Han Solo was going to, was a 
tough sell. It was not going to be. Yeah, it was like a, a lose lose for that person. But I don't yeah. think the movie was a bad movie in any way, shape, or form, unless you are a purist. Apparently, Art Star was because he took forever <laughs> to watch it. I still haven't watched it. Oh, it's good. I think it's, I, it's, it's hurt it's my good. feelings. I watched that. It's crazy theater. though because now it's like I'm, the best I'm all about consume. Like, no, I just finished at the end of last year reading uh Darth Plagueis. So like I'm 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 excited to see Thrawn show up. Like I wanna like I've I've not finished the Clone Wars, but I'm heavily invested in Bad Back, so I'm starting the Clone Wars over again from episode one when I only got through episode four of season one when it's seven fucking seasons and there's rebels and but like I, I, hey listen the mighty arch star while he may be a Sith sometimes <laughs> the purest in him like it, it takes him a minute but then once so, you get there, well like, isn't uh, being a Sith mean you're a purist and like you're basically uh, a Nazi who tries to thing. stomp here's out the here's the thing as a, <laughs> as a, as a Jedi you're not wrong Andy as a Jedi adjacent person as you are Andy it's, it's 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 just like you guys to sit there and try to come back and break us down and wonder why we do the things that we do. <laughs> you um, know, y'all y'all too caught up in that don't do like what don't try do bullshit. Like listen, listen, listen. We do what we want to do when we want to do it, why we want to do it, and we don't care about love. Boom. What you're saying is you don't try, you just do. It's not about it's not about trying. And not oh, about like like if, if 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 I if I if I command Joe to take you out, he's going to do it. He may not do it tomorrow. It may take him twenty years, but he'll do it. Well, speaking of trying, Lord. Uh, Peter later tries to stop Tombs <laughs> from stealing weapons from damage control a damage control truck, but ends up being overpowered and trapped inside the truck, causing him to miss nationals. And when he discovers that the Chitari energy core is unstable, Parker tracks leads to the Washington Monument, arriving just as the core explodes and traps leads in an elevator, evading local authorities. Parker manages to save leads and his classmates, including Liz, before the elevator plummets. That's a very exciting part. Yeah. And and I thought the like this movie's so damn long. Like at this point, I thought that was the culmination of the movie is like, wow that was, no, that was a big battle the big yeah scene. i was like that was amazing oh that was great oh i remember because i kind of remembered seeing this bit because i think i had seen this movie before it's like oh it's over and then i look and i'm like jeez i'm not even halfway through this movie like uh, nope. i thought it was over um and it's it's kind of neat like he's being afraid of heights climbing up the washington monument when he's swinging around new york all the time yeah right so, yeah how but you- there's nothing to swing to there he can't that's true it's like just himself. up there yeah, he there's nothing to stick to. Yeah, so he's up straight up. And, and uh, I was nervous the whole time. Like just like I'm not a heights. I do not like heights. Uh and that's like something heights, that uh, don't like spin off of Melrose Place or whatever that was. Uh <laughs> sorry. Maybe dumb I, deep I cut into a piece of shit cake. <laughs> but uh it's no, I'm afraid of heights now. I didn't I wasn't when I was younger, but I am now. I don't think I can do roller coasters anymore and stuff like that. Anyway. I, I did like the bits also where uh, he's choosing to do, go, do superhero shit over all the shit a normal high school kid would like to do. Like, yeah, like the rest of his team is like, let's, let's we're being a little daring. We're going to go swimming yeah, in the we're pool. We're not supposed to. That. And yeah, you know, you want and you want him to because you want him to get the girl. And uh, but 
and you want him to be a kid and yeah. everyone's telling him to be a kid and this is part of being a kid and he's missing yeah. out on important things to uh because he's taking on the the weight of the world that's spider-man yeah that's what he does yeah he misses all this stuff and and i felt bad for him kind of at this point because i'm like no yeah, i do, think he would feel guilty i mean stuff. we allude to the fact that peter feels guilty a lot in general yeah. and so i think his his character would feel guilty knowing that the bad guys are out there doing bad things and he didn't do anything to help so mm. though we're rooting for him to be a teen he is like i can't not i can't ignore it like i can't ignore this thing happening and i can't solve i can't not solve the problem yeah right that makes or, him a hero yeah yeah but it also makes him there's a little tragedy there yeah and uh he gets a reputation as being a huge flake because he's he doesn't He's never show up. Around. Yeah. Yeah. Where the fuck were you? Yeah. When you came to DC, we're in nationals. Where the fuck were you? Where did you go? Yeah, you missed the and, whole thing. I mean, that's but that's 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 again another one of those superhero kind of tropes, right? It's yeah. like things well, happen. The, you the, miss Spider-Man you is what started that trope, I think. Yeah. Because before, like, Spider-Man was one of the first superheroes that had like real world, like regular dude problems. Like, like a full time. life we saw the full yeah yeah life before like the 60s like uh, most superheroes were done kind that was just doing crazy heroic things all the time you didn't see much about their personal life you didn't see them as having flaws as having problems and uh dealing with shit and then that was part of the marvel comics uh, renaissance of the superhero in the early 60s with starting with the fantastic four having their weird dysfunctional family dynamic and spider-man was right on there incredible hulk was right in there too all these guys just having these burdensome problems like having this power does not make your life amazing even if you are the amazing spider-man i i just brought that around yeah and i I think that i see it i see you andy yeah i feel like this is kind of a good place to leave it uh and then we'll pick up pause button pause yeah since this was where i thought the movie ended anyway it would have been a good, <laughs> it would have been a good movie even this and this is the now. end in joe's world we'll yeah. pick up the real <laughs> world episode. ending yeah. next episode next episode yeah we'll get to the rest of the movie that works my yeah. puppy will be Spider-Man. very happy and then we can all get Spider-Man. some brass whip you just gotta yeah. go outside whip, out. yeah, whip. Look at that sweet baby whip whip that's whip, a little whip. sweetheart dog. Spider blood, spider yeah. blood, radioactive spider blood. Thanks for listening. Whip, whip. whip. Uh, nerd heads. What's our listeners? What do we call them? Nerd, we say this and we have. Nerd, we don't have nerd a, pod. Nerds. Nerds. Nerd I don't hive. think we settled. We've said a few different things. Nerd hive. I just say nerds all the time. What are TBJ followers called? I don't think I have any followers. Like, you know how like TB, Taylor Swift or Swifties. TBGBs? Yeah, I know. TBGBs. Yeah, no. <laughs> Thanks for listening, TBGBs. Leave us a we're review. Doing that. <laughs> and tell us if you're a TBGB, and you'll get one night alone with Artstar. <laughs> there you are. All prizes lead to one night alone with Artstar. You notice, you notice how she she is uh I'm doing she is uh profiting off the back of Art Star. Wow. I mean, wow. Wow. So if you're going to profit, it goes to the podcast gang. That's what families do. Speaking of dysfunctional families, that's what we do, Art. (laughs) If Joe can be your sugar baby, Andy and I can also benefit off the profits. Yes. We're here too. 
<laughs> it's not just about you and Joe profiting. Yeah, Art Star. Get it right. All right, I'm going to go eat some fruit. All right, Art Star, it's sing true. us out. <laughs> I can't do it because I'm laughing. Say I can't rap about the president no more But evidently they don't see we in the streets still poor Still more incarceration of my kinsmen by the prisons And people thinking this election to end it racism Proud of a pessimism, glad to see Obama But don't expect me not to speak out when I still see problems Mr. Officer, now they POTUS look like me You gon' think again when seeing brothers rolling down the street Every Martin Luther King on his American dream Still a Rodney being beaten, screaming fuck the police Me, I'm running through the pasture, trying to get away from master But the dogs is on my ass, I gotta move a little faster Can't pass for Caucasian, but I got a couple papers From the plantation saying I graduated Congratulations, cool beans, but to most school me Tryna dodge STDs, living off government cheese Trust the government, please, not even if it was me Sitting in the Oval Office as Commander-in-Chief Tryna give us this free, but there's a nigga in my ear saying You got it, Superman, you oughta kick it here Get this distinctly clear, I'm all about jetting Raps Kunta Kinte without the half-stepping A new chapter, packed with new lessons After that, the final exam, any questions? QueenCityPodcastNetwork.com.